there, welcome to the Rainbow Raft where everyone is welcome, including the stowaways. My name is Teddy and today I am with my stowaway, Sky. Hi, say hi Sky. Hi. <laughs> um, so today we're going to be talking about what we've been doing over the past six weeks. It's It's been fun, but specifically um, we're going to stay on the side of vacations. Um, this is definitely... Well, let me just point out, this is going to be the first Rainbow Raft episode that is going to be uh, recorded face-to-face. -face. Um, this is very awkward for me, because usually I don't have to look at people. <laughs> usually I could just look at a black wall and talk. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so yeah, so we've been on holiday. Um, it has been fun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that pizza went down well. Um, so uh, I've not been coping with my gluten intolerance because instead of avoiding gluten like a, like a normal human being would, um, I've been eating gluten. So if I burp, I, I sincerely apologise. Um, but we've been going on, ho on holidays and we've been on two vacations. Um, <coughs> what are you doing? Stop showing me your chest. <laughs> uh, but we've been on two holidays um, and we got to see a bit more of the UK um, this time around. Because although I'm from the UK, I don't often go to the East Coast. Um, mainly because my parents only ever took me to the West. Because we're closer to it. <laughs> it's easier to get there by car. Um, but yeah, we went to, we went to Bidlinton, didn't we? Yep, and uh, we went to Morecambe, and we've also been to Lancaster, which was nice. Um, so it was a, <coughs> it was a fun time. So, um, Sky, which which one did you like more? I liked going to Morecambe. You liked Morecambe better. Yeah. What did you like about Morecambe? It just felt better. Was it the scenery, the people, both? I know that we like the food more because, you know, takeaways. <laughs> You're always going to like takeaway food over health food, is all I'm saying. Um, oh. Oh, we, we stayed at a, play, a little place called the Wimslow, and their breakfast was ridiculously good. Um, and the thing is, is that it was consistent every day, which for someone with OCD like me, um, which I will be talking about in the next episode. Um, <laughs> oh dear. But um, for someone like me, um, I've got OCD and I've also got autism, so it's a case of I like routine, I like things being the same, um, even though we've proven that I can go through some change. Um, also, going to be talking about that in the next episode. But um, <laughs> it's nice that um, the breakfast was consistent. And it was... It was a quality breakfast, you know. Get decent sausages, decent bacon. And hooked on tea. None of the fat. Oh my god. I hated tea. And now it's all I can drink. It's so good. <laughs> what is happening to me? I've the thing is, is that I I didn't particularly like tea, but Sky, you know my parents, like they always drink like budget tea. Mm -hmm. Um my parents are big drinkers of like Yorkshire tea, even though my mum doesn't like it. So basically, when we have that in, she solely drinks coffee. Um, and uh, Tetley's, which 
is a main brand tea. You know, it's quite a big brand, but it tastes like shit. <laughs> um, and you know the the general budget or stuff that's always on sale brands. The brands that they do like but they can't afford are the ones that seemingly I also like but somewhat can afford because home bargains. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so when we were at the Wimslow we ended up having tea and I really liked it and I don't know why. And then we got into the room and we had our own little tea set, you know, little, little cups and that sort of thing. It was fabulous. Only to find that the tea that I was drinking was Twinings. Now, I don't know about anyone else, but if you've seen the price of Twinings, there's not a fucking chance I can, like, have eight cups of that a day. Like, the price alone will make me bankrupt. And that's coming from someone who is now in about four grand of debt. <laughs> yeah, shit. But <laughs> that's not the point. Like, I know that I know that there's some people out there, like, I've got a friend that's got, like, 15 grand of debt on his own, and I'm sort of looking at him just going, what the fuck, how are you surviving? Um, it scares me, you know? Like, mortgage, that's fine, you know? That's normal. Everybody gets a mortgage at some point. And if you don't, what the fuck are you doing renting? <laughs> like, you're costing just as much. But, right, mortgage, I don't class that as debt. I class that as rent until a certain point and then you're just like yay i own things <laughs> but like y you know you're you're bad when you've got like three credit cards and they're all maxed out <laughs> ah fuck my life um but yeah like twinings would bankrupt me but it's okay because i found pg <laughs> pg tips surprisingly good. I sort of like it. And we got 70 tea bags in a box. Not sponsored. Yeah, yeah, not <laughs> sponsored. Just to point that out. We're not even getting paid for the podcast. We could be doing adverts if we were in the US, but apparently we're not allowed to do that because we're in the UK. Thanks, Anka. Love you. Dicks. You're not dicks. Please don't remove this from the platform. Thank you. Let me save you. <laughs> <laughs> this, is a, this is a long rant considering we... Uh... Supposed to be talking about the yeah, Morkum. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Morkum got me hooked on tea. Um, because they have good taste in tea. And uh, overall, it was it was nice. And Paul, Paul and Dave were really accommodating. When we first got there, they were really you know, really interested in learning you know, who they're renting the room out to. So. Yeah, that's it's always one of the things that I prefer about a bed and breakfast rather than a hotel is mm. it's a lot more personal. Um, you get to know the people that you're going to be being waited on mm. um, and you also get to know all of the rules mm. without like having to read like a 40-page pamphlet. Like, I fucking... Well, uh, it's only, it's only the, you know, the two of them. But I do like reading, their pam reading pamphlets, so... Yeah. Well, pamphlets are fine. That's when... why I read the book upstairs. I know, but the thing is, the book that we had upstairs, right, 
basically they gave us they gave us like a binder with a few pages in and the reason that i say that that is a pamphlet is because it's about 10 pages mm-hmm. and it's you know it's nice and nice and worded correctly and it's got segments so you can skip over some of it if you need to that sort of thing um they also gave you the option they gave you the ideas for taxis where the local hospitals are and that sort of thing recommendations of places to go yeah but like with some of the places um where we ended up staying in brid for example they gave us a pamphlet that wasn't a pamphlet it was more like a fucking novel that thing had more pages than any of my books combined what the fuck like i'm sorry i'm staying there for seven nights for fuck's sake i don't need to know the ins and outs of fucking bridlington i've been here for 20 years (laughs) i love you but please leave me alone um, and they don't even give you that much of a suggestion. It's literally just a case of, hi, if you need laundry, here's how to do it. Here's how to do this. Here's how to do this, which is all given to you on the site when you're booking them. That's my problem. <laughs> so yeah, it's a bit of a nightmare, um, which is definitely why I preferred Markham, if I'm being perfectly honest. It was nice. Mm. And they were lovely. And the takeaway. I'm very a takeaway food. I'm a I'm I'm a I'm a foodie person, so takeaway food is good. I would go to restaurants if I had the money for it. Well, we went to that Thai place. Oh, right. So, on Markham Promenade, um, there is the Black Grill and Thai restaurant. Uh, they do steak food, steak food really. Steak Japanese steak. and Thai. Steak Japanese and Thai. And they have this thing called a happy hour, which makes me very happy because it's when they open, so they're not as busy, which I'm always for because I hate busy restaurants. They freak me the fuck out. Um, And then it was also a case of they gave us a 50% discount because we came within the first hour. And, uh, you know, if I'm going to get 15% off something... I definitely want it off Thai food, because Thai food is good, but I can't afford it 90% of the time. <laughs> I've already forgot what we have for the starter. <laughs> for the starter, we had dim sum, which mm-hmm. is a Thai pastry sort not pastry. Yeah, it is a pastry. It's yeah. a pastry sort of like, sort of like the stuff that they use on spring rolls, but it's not crispy, it's soft, soft, because it's steamed. Yeah. Um, with pork and prawn mince on the inside. And um, fried garlic on top. Yes. Yes, fried garlic on top. Oh, that made me so happy. It surprised the hell out of me. <laughs> yeah. It was so good. And then we had pad thai. And they were using, like, rice noodles, which made me happy because the amount of times that I've gone to a place thinking that I'm going to get pad thai with rice noodles and it ends up being egg noodles and I'm just like, please leave me alone. I can't eat these. They kill me. Uh, and they gave you, like, they. it said on the menu that it was going to be served with ground-up peanut and ground-up dried chilies. I love chilies. Chili is not my problem. My problem is peanuts. I fucking despise them. They have a terrible taste unless they are dry roasted. I don't like them. I don't know why. It just really fucks me off. <laughs> but I was just like, you know what? It's the only thing with rice noodles on the menu, so I'll get it. And I got it, and they brought it out, and 
the uh, chilli and the peanuts were in their own little tub on the side of the plate and it made me so happy because I could just sprinkle the chilli on and not have to deal with any of the peanut, just left it on the side. That way you actually got the crunch from the peanuts and the uh, you know, fresh chilli taste rather than having it like, you know, over overwhelmed by the actual sauce that's already in. Yeah, like I, I hate it when places do that where they don't understand that if you're going to put something and say that it's going to be seasoning, it needs to be on top. Because if you put it within it, it don't work. That's all I'm saying. It's why you put salt and pepper on top of your food, not just in it. I like the saltiness. Salty. You just got a wink. Anyway. <laughs> um. So yeah, so Morecambe was nice. And we... From Morecambe, it was obvious that we could get to quite a few places from there, which is always good. Mm. Um, we do like to travel a bit, don't we? Si. Si. Si, senor. Um, I am the senor. Anyway, so, yeah, so we travelled to Lancaster from Morecambe. Um, we could have gone anywhere else, but we decided to go into Lanny. Lancaster. Um, I do have a couple of friends in uni at Lancaster at the moment. So I was just like, eh, I'll give them a message, see if they want to pop around. But they were doing things. But we, we got to go to the cinema, um, which <laughs> we went to see Farmageddon. Sean um, the Sheep. Sean the Sheep. <sighs> I love Sean the Sheep. Sean the Sheep was definitely my childhood. Along with, along with Wallace and Gromit. Wallace and Gromit is 30 this year. They are some old boys. Oh my god. Um, though, to be fair, I thought they'd be older. If that makes sense? Because pretty certain the first <clears throat> Wallace and Gromit film was in black and white. Or at least the cut, the like the first animation was. I'm not entirely mm-hmm. sure, I'll double check. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm yeah. Not sure either. Um, but yeah, like, Lancaster was nice. We got to go see the film. The film was pretty decent. Um, got very annoyed by the adults in the back with children. Completely understand, considering that children are supposed to be watching that film, but the adults should keep their opinions to them fucking selves. Because Farmageddon doesn't actually have you know much in the way of words. It had a singular word <laughs> in it, and it was no. <laughs> There's nothing else. There was no other words in that film. No other spoken word. Which, for me, is perfect. I sort of like that thing, because it gives me a lot more visual, and I don't have to actually listen, which... It's good considering I'm partially deaf now. Um, I don't like listening to things. I like subtitles. And when there's no talking, there's no subtitles, which makes me even happier. (laughs) Because subtitles really fuck me off, but it's the only way that I can watch most films now. I turn them on and everything. I turn them on and everything. And I do use them. But they detract my visualness. So, yeah, I, I I don't watch it as much. It's a, it's a bit of a problem. But it's fine. You know, it's fine. But yeah, so... It's a good film, but once again, parents, keep your fucking gob shut, won't you? Just, like, stop. Stop dissing the film just because you don't get it. It's not for you. It's for other people. <laughs> um, And when we were walking around Lancaster, we ended up going into game. Because we we may or may not have bought Nintendo Switches. 
totally wasn't the best idea in the world. Me. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> but, you know, we, we needed to get one at, at least, eventually. And, and we got uh, two. Yeah. <clears throat> one for you to take back, one for me to keep here. Let's be honest, mine is the one that'll end up broken. So happy I've got insurance. <laughs> Fuck me. I would not be able to afford another. Um, technically, I couldn't even afford this one. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've... we've Well, basically, the week at Morecambe, I got addicted to tea. Um, having less sugar in my tea, because at one point I used to have four sugars in tea. Wait, no. Six sugars in tea. Um, so why you drinking the tea, then? Drink soda then. No, because no, I wanted a warm liquid. So basically, I could have just had hot water with sugar. But that's not the point. So, um, yeah, so at one point I used to have, like, tea with, like, six sugars in it. But it was a really milky tea, so it didn't taste like tea. It was basically hot milk with sugar. Also known as custard. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so... My, my, my partner is judging my life choices. Um, so I've been addicted to having tea with less than three sugars in. Um, three is now my typical maximum. So I've halved it. You're welcome. Um, I also only have the tiniest drop of milk in it, just to get rid of that horrible herby aftertaste. Blech. I am also the type of person I have found out that can taste soap when eating coriander. <laughs> also known as cilantro. Which makes me so fucking upset. Like, it's one of my favourite things to put in food. And eating it raw. Like, I put it in my mouth when we were at Bridlington. And all I got was... Me too. Like, like, So you have that gene? You had the same gene as me? It's a gene that causes (laughs) it to taste soapy. Apparently for some people it doesn't taste soapy. Or maybe it's the other way around and it's a gene that makes it not taste soapy. I don't know. There's certain people that also smell like... Um, what are you doing? Nothing. Are you breathing on the microphone? Don't breathe on the microphone. People don't want to feel like they've been stalked from behind. <sighs> yeah, that wasn't a good idea. <laughs> but, um... What are you doing? I promise that, like, my partner's not completely looking like the not, uh, the humpback of Notre Dame right now. Hunchback. That's what I just said. I think you said humpback. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Um, but yeah, so basically I got, I got addicted to a number of things, including Pokemon. You're welcome, Sky. It's only taken me 22 years, but that's not the point. Um, basically, when I was growing up, uh, my family was under the poverty line, so we got a discounted Nintendo GameCube, and the only Pokemon game that I got was Colosseum. Was it Colosseum? Colosseum. And, um, basically, the only Pokemon that I knew for over a decade was Espeon, Umbreon, and Pikachu, so... So sorry. <laughs> but then, you know, I, I found my favourite, which is Bulbasaur. Uh, he's, he's such a poor boy. 
you know he he play. Um, however, I still love Evie, which is why um, when we got the Switch, we decided to get Let's Go. Uh, so Sky got Let's Go Pikachu because one of it, one of us had to play it. Is all I'm saying. Um, and I I really wanted to play Evie, so I got Evie. I don't need any of a any of a Pokemon, but I have them. So many of them. Oh my god! I'm looking in my like in my Pokebox. I'm just like ah, keep scrolling. And they're all like forties plus, and I'm just like, ah, stop it! <laughs> Too many levels. This is not how my life works. <sighs> Malcolm made me addicted to so many things. On the plus side, I'm not addicted to alcohol. Let's go with that. Shut the fuck I'm up. Kidding. Um. Yeah. If if well, I do drink. I do drink. I'm not a terrible drinker. I just do it often. But not much. Like, it was our engagement party last night. And how many drinks did we have? Yes. I can count that I had eight. And that was gin, vodka, and cider. And whatever Matt had. That was vodka. Yeah. But that's probably a stronger proof. Oh, oh yeah. That was um, like medicine. 6% vodka. And uh, I think it was a Merce. Or some, some basically some knockoff Red Bull. Um, and as you know, energy drinks and vodka, although they taste fantastic, it's not a good idea to do. Guess you piss real quick. But you know, if you want to be a cheap date, <laughs> um, but yeah, we it was good. It was good. We we had we had a couple drinks. It wasn't too bad. I've done worse. I've had seventeen pints before and then walked home fine. But then again, I also did twelve shots of mint tequila and then died the following day. So never do hangovers. But if I have gluten in my alcohol, I am screwed. Oh dear god. Get a right fucking headache. But yeah, so we went on holiday. <laughs> and it was so good. I did, I did enjoy Bridlington. I did enjoy it. And um, I think we'll enjoy it again because we are going back next year. But I think we did prefer Morecambe. Yeah. Easily. Hands down. Simples. The only downside is Morecambe's theatre that is just completely weird with their times. Oh tables. my god! What the fuck was that? So we went to the real cinema, and the cinema timings were ridiculously stupid. The only the only timing for a double tap, something like double tap. Oh yeah, it was, was eight half past eight at night. Eight eight p.m. Eight p.m. Eight p.m. But well, the I was thing, not going to walk walk home at night. Yeah, no. Cause like it, not only will we have to walk there in the pitch black anyways. But it's not like it's a high crime area or anything. It's pretty decent. We were alright when we were walking back that night because it was quite dark after we went to Pad uh, went for Pad Thai. But no <laughs> it's too creepy. 
like all the lights go off and we're just walking down the promenade and we're just like, is everyone following us? What's that noise? Can I hear a horse? What the fuck? Turns out to be a giant fucking like plant thing. What the balls? There. Don't like it. <laughs> just no. Um, but that's not a view on Morecambe. I'm pretty certain that's just a view on any place that gets dark and spooky real quick. Especially one that has very old architecture because there is a... There's... Oh, what is it called? That hotel. There's a hotel at Morecambe and it's right at the bottom of the promenade. And it's massive, it is white, it, it is... It's like an art deco 1920s sort of situation. And from the outside, honest to God, the way that they were lighting it, it looked like a fucking asylum. It looked like someone was about to come out and fucking capture me, is all I'm saying. And as someone with <coughs> mental health problems... <laughs> no, thank you. I would like to stay at my hotel. I would not like to be captured and taken into the asylum with Silent Hill. Um... No, I feel like Pyramid Head was at some point just gonna like pop out um alongside every murderer in like a asy- in the asylum series of uh, American Horror Story. Just like da-da-da-da. let's kill you. Um yeah. But in the daylight it looks cool. But at night it's spooky as fuck. Like I don't know how people are staying in there. Maybe they're just not horror fanatics. I'm assuming they're just not horror fanatics. Because if they were, they wouldn't be fucking staying there. Logic, right? No. Um, but yeah, it was it was pretty decent. I enjoyed it. You enjoyed it? Yes. Yeah. <sighs> that was a lot of babbling. A lot of babbling. We're very, very tired. We are currently filming it. Well, recording is half past nine at night. No trade secrets. No trade secrets. Well, wait, what trade secret? <laughs> what, what, what is the secret of the trade? I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's it's quite late for us. Um, and we're also filming this late because you've probably already noticed that this episode's come out a bit late. I'll backtrack it so that some of you might not notice. But if you have noticed, I'm sorry. Um, it just... Didn't get retorted, recorded on time, so it's up now. I hope you enjoyed this little... Ow! I would like to make a few more points, though. Yes! Go on, then. (laughs) Don't just, like, I've got a few more points. (laughs) Silence! (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, on top of uh, Morecambe not being a huge travel destination right now, yeah, they're working on that. Oh yeah, so um, just a bit of um, of lot, sort of like a point outler. Um, if you're aware of the Eden Project down in uh, over somewhere, da- down at the bottom of England somewhere that I can't remember where it actually is based right now because my brain has turned off. Um, I didn't particularly sleep last night, so. Apologies, but basically the Eden Project is apparently going to be opening some biodomes in Morecambe. It's supposedly going to be shaped like a clam, mm. I believe, or a scallop or something. It's pretty much projects that are thought to uh, revitalize the you know, 
travel destinations. Yeah, it's, it's going to be revitalizing the area and bringing in some traffic. But it's it's not going to be the typical Eden Project situation. It's not going to be tropical. It's going to be more like sea-based and that sort of thing. So it's going to maybe have aquariums in it. I would totally be down with that. Hoping that it's going to be open soon. Apparently it's going to be getting sorted for 2023. Uh, So we've got a few years to wait. But it's exciting. Um, is there anything else you want to say? Are we good? All I can say is that uh, Dave and Paula were great hosts. Yes. We can't stress that enough. So if you do want to head over to Morecambe, I would recommend the Wimslow. Um, also, not paid. But <laughs> like they're, they're just they're great. Um, the yeah, views... Yes, definitely. Like, the views are great. Our room was fantastic. We had a walk-in shower, which is awesome. And they only have six rooms now, rather than the 14 they originally had. This way, it's more personal. Yeah, exactly. So it's... Quieter. It is a lot quieter. It also means that, like, there's not as many people around. And I know that it can be quiet with, like... And then the dining room overlooks Oh, it overlooks the bay. And three of the rooms overlook the bay, so it's nice. You can get a high possibility of getting a sea view. But yeah, so other than that, I think we're done. See. So we're going to pop off and get some sleep. I <laughs> uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. Have a lovely day, everyone. Bye. Bye.